Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. 
for me. Out of all that has gone on this week, all the tragedies being commonplace, all we can say is thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me. It is because of the Lord's mercies we are not consumed. His compassion fails not. Great is God's faithfulness to us. And we thank God for life, health, and strength for another day that he has kept us. Good afternoon to all of you, our global gospel listeners. We pray that this way, this day finds you well. Welcome. We are here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, sharing with you the uh, the number to our studio is 619-924-0800. Tell your family, tell your friends, tell your neighbors to log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. You can also connect with us on social media. We are on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We are on Tumblr. If you go to our Facebook page, our Twitter page, or our Tumblr page, there is a direct link to this episode and to every episode. We want you to know that we do not own the rights to any of the music that you hear on today, but we pray that it is a blessing to you, you, and to you. In addition to Block Talk Radio, we are syndicated on Apple, iTunes, Spotify. Those are all the ways that you can connect with us and listen in. For those that would like to connect further with Global Gospel, you can reach us at P.O. Box 5331, that is in Hempstead, New York, where the zip code is 11550. You can also email us, globalgospel17 at gmail.com. Again, we thank God for you, you, and you. We want to shout out our sponsors on today, the Nationwide Black Family Mediation Services, the Lois Glenn Carter, Happy, Healthy, Functioning, Nicole Lawson, Grandma Edda's Quilting, Margie Townsend, Third Lounge, Ryan Wilson, MPT Enterprise, Marlon Townsend. We shout out Abyssinia, Melanated Beards, Nevaeh's Cake Creations, and Honor Thy Sweets. Shout out to all of our listeners, the Townsend family, the Furman family, the Norman family, the Stevenson family, the Thompson family, the Locke family, the Bridell family, the Wiggins family, the Carter family, the Odom family, the Brinsons, uh, the Hernandez family, the Washington family, Davis family. So all of you, our listeners, please leave a comment on our episode, and certainly I will be sure to shout you out as well. Thank God to those for those that are listening in Canada, Mexico, Jamaica, West Indies, Portugal, Spain, the Ivory Coast, Ghana, Nigeria, South Africa, Kenya, Myanmar, Italy, Sweden, Turkey, Germany, Australia, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, Maryland, Delaware, Virginia, the Carolinas, Florida, California, Michigan, Illinois. Thank God for you, you, and you, wherever you are on today. It is a blessing just to share with you once again. For those of you that have tuned into Global Gospel for the first time, I would allow me to introduce you to our theme scripture here at Global Gospel. Our theme scripture can be found in the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. And it says, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. What is the gospel? The gospel is the good news. It is the power of God unto salvation to the Jew and also to the Greek. Certainly today we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Certainly for there is power in the gospel. The gospel touches you, it heals you, it delivers you, it saves you, and it sets you free. If you're down and out, if you're suicidal, if you're oppressed, if you're addicted, if you're homeless, the gospel is there for you. It is comprehensive. It meets every need in your life. If you have a spiritual need, if you have an emotional need, if you have a financial need, the gospel is here for you on today to set you free. The gospel tells about the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It tells about his life, his death, his burial, and most of all, his resurrection. And so we know that through Jesus Christ, all things are possible. We know that Christ has all power in his hand. We know that he has victory over death, hell, and the grave. And today, because we serve 
a living God, because we serve a living Savior, we too have access to victory. And in a world that's ridden with uh, hatred, with crime, with evil, we need to know that we can come out on the victorious side, on the winning side. Again, we thank you, thank you, thank you. Certainly we will be sharing more with you in the hour concerning the topic for today. The topic says, what about the children? And certainly we want you to stay around, stay tuned, and be blessed by God's word and certainly be enlightened by God's word. In the meantime, we want to invite you, our listeners, to stay in the will of God. Certainly it is the safest place. Stay tuned and be blessed. place in the whole wide world 
is in the will of God. And certainly we want to be found in God's will on today because there is no safety anywhere else except in the will of God, except covered by the blood of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Well, with that being said, there are a few passages of scripture that I would like to share with our listeners on today. Uh, One of the passages of scriptures is found in the book of Exodus, the book of Exodus, and that is the second book in our canonized Bible, the book of Exodus, and I am going to read chapter 1. And I'm going to read a few verses there, and then I'm going to skip to chapter 2 and read a first few verses there as our launch and basis for our topic today, what about the children? What about the children? Exodus chapter 1, verse 15, and I'm going to read to verse 22. And the king of Egypt spake to the Hebrew midwives of which the name of one was Shiphrah, and the name of the other Puah. And he said, when ye do the office of a midwife to the Hebrew women, and see them upon the stools, if it be a son, then ye shall kill him. But if it be a daughter, then she shall live. But the midwives feared God, and did not as the king of Egypt commanded them, but saved the men children alive. And the king of Egypt Egypt called for the midwives and said unto them, Why have ye done this thing, and have saved the men children alive? And the midwives said unto Pharaoh, Because the Hebrew women are not as the Egyptian women, for they are lively and are delivered ere the midwives come in unto them. Therefore God dealt well with the midwives, and the people multiplied, and waxed very mighty. And it came to pass when the midwives feared God that he made them houses. And Pharaoh charged all his people, saying, Every son that is born ye shall cast into the river, and every daughter ye shall save alive. Exodus chapter 2 And there went a man of the house of Levi and took to wife a daughter of Levi. And the woman conceived and bare a son. And when she saw him that he was a goodly child, she hid him three months. And when she could no longer hide him, she took him an ark of bulrushes and daubed it with slime and with pitch and put the child therein. And she laid it in the flags by the river bank. Exodus chapter 11, verse 4. And Moses said, Thus said the Lord. About midnight will I go out into the midst of Egypt, and all the firstborn in the the land of Egypt shall die, from the firstborn of Pharaoh that sitteth upon the throne, even unto the firstborn of the maidservant that is behind the mill, and all the firstborn of beasts. There is hope. There is hope. No matter what is going on, there is hope. Stay tuned.
long as Jesus is alive, there is hope. Father, we thank you for hope, for Christ in us is the hope of glory. We thank you for your word, for your words. They are spirit and they are life, O oh God. We pray that the meditations of my heart are acceptable unto you, that someone is touched, healed, delivered, saved, set free, and encouraged. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. As long as Jesus is alive, there is hope. That is a forgotten song from the Mississippi Mass Children's Choir from the 1990s. As we look around the world today, it seems like we are in a pretty bleak and hopeless situation. It seems that society has taken a turn for the worse. There is no respect. There is no love. There is no peace. There is no understanding. There is no hope from one day to the other. People have taken away our joy and sense of inner peace. And But we know that those of us that believe and trust in the Lord know that there is always a chance for change. As we look around the situation within the past few weeks, there, is, uh, there are some family members that had that went to the grocery store, the supermarket, to do their Saturday night evening shopping. And certainly many of them did not make it back home alive. There's people that went to church over the years, went to Bible study and Bible class and Sunday morning worship, but they never made it back home to their lives. And certainly people leave their houses every day to return no more forever to leave a void in their household in their circle and certainly amongst their family and their friends and then we know that there are young children third graders and fourth graders elementary students uh, that went to school their parents sent them off to school in hopes of picking them up after school or them returning safe after school but we know that that didn't happen because the enemy is going about as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And certainly the enemy came to steal, kill, and destroy. But the good news is that Christ came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. And so we praise God today for the opportunity to have life and have it more abundantly, that no matter what it looks like, no matter who uh, who uh, is on the, the, the side of the devil, nobody who is being used by Satan and his devices, certainly Christ has all the answers. Christ is the answer. Jesus is the answer for the world today. Above him, there's no other. Jesus is the way. And certainly as we look around the world, we have to understand that there is always a political agenda. And you say, how is there a political agenda? There is always a political agenda. No matter who lives or who dies, there is a political agenda. No matter who takes medicine or doesn't take medicine, there is a political agenda. No matter who's rich or who's poor, there is a political agenda. And certainly our uh, issues and things in life are able to be pushed further along through politics. Now, there are some people, uh, some preachers that get up and they, they talk about, um, you know, we know that the Catholic Church is, uh, quote, unquote, uh, against abortion. They're against suicide, and they make public statements about this. And we know that some particular denominations uh, take a higher, uh, not necessarily a higher stand, but they take a verbal, vocalized stand on certain issues such as abortion, uh, such as homosexuality, uh, such as um, political asylum, uh, such as immigration. Uh, there's always a suicide. There's always an, uh, a, an agenda out there on somebody's table. And so, but one of the things that we look at is we look at um, the people. There are people out there that are pro-choice, and there are people out there that are pro-life. And the interesting thing is that people that are pro-life may be against abortion, but they may not necessarily be pro-life. And so this is the reason that we have to be careful when we join with certain groups. We know there's different groups out there. There's Black Lives Matter. There's uh, Blue Lives Matter. There's 
all lives matter. There's Occupy Wall Street. There's uh, uh, many different groups and organizations, civic organizations, social organizations, civil rights organizations. They're out there, and they are to help the people. But we have to understand uh, when we get involved in these groups that there are politics involved, in, and sometimes you're political view does not meet your religious view, and your religious view does not meet your political view. There was a woman by the name of Margaret Sanger, and many people don't necessarily know who Margaret Sanger is. They don't know, uh, never even heard of her name, because if she was alive, she would be well over 100 years old. But Margaret Sanger was involved in the move for eugenics, and eugenics was about creating a better race, a race that was uh, socially acceptable, a race that was racially acceptable. Uh, it was uh, the belief that uh, selective uh, reproduction, that only certain people should have children, certain people should reproduce. And this has nothing to do with whether you want children or don't want children or whether you can have children or not have children. This woman was actually the one of the founding uh, forces of Planned Parenthood because she had a racist and evil agenda to eradicate certain people from society. And certainly the, the issue here is bigger than whether abortion is right or not right or legal or not legal. There is an agenda here. There's an attack on children. And certainly the Bible says that children are a heritage from the Lord. They are a gift from God. And we all have to get here some type of way. It may be under good circumstances. It may be bad circumstances. It may be ugly circumstances. But we are here. And once we are here, I believe that God has a purpose and a plan for our lives. There was another situation. And so that was one group of people that was trying to eradicate the children. And then there was another group of people um, that were involved in the Tuskegee Project or the Tuskegee Experiment. And it was something that took place in the United States, in the South, in particular poor rural areas. And it was targeted uh, for African-American Men and it was involved uh, syphilis and certainly it involved uh, men that went untreated for syphilis for 50 years and over those 50 years some of them those men died and over the 50 years some of them transported uh, the uh, transmitted the disease to their wives and over the years those wives gave uh, birth to children that had congenital syphilis and certainly that had other issues because the attack was on reproduction of our race and, and the attack was there to wipe out the young people and certainly there is an evil in the land that is trying to wipe out this generation and certainly uh, we know that uh, Margaret Sanger played her part in that we know that the Tuskegee experiment played its part in that and certainly if you are of a certain socioeconomic class you don't necessarily have uh, access to certain types of medication or certain types of health care and certainly maybe your intelligence level is uh, educational level not your intelligence maybe your educational level is not as up to par as the next person and then also within this Planned Parenthood within those years I'm giving you a, a black history moment too uh, all through and uh, not just black history but people of color uh, all through history even as recent as the 70s and beyond that there were uh, a series of events that took place against uh, black women and particularly black women in the South where uh, they were sterilized. They were told that they had to go in for a special procedure. And when they came out, they were sterilized and nobody knew anything that was going on because the enemy was trying to stop children from getting here. And so here we have in 
our scripture for today. We have a pharaoh that is trying to cut off the male seed, and particularly the attack is more so on males than it is on females, trying to cut off the male seed. And so that's why I asked the question, what about the children? It's not a black or white uh, issue, but it is about the continuation of the generations. The enemy is trying to stop us, to cut us off. He's trying to keep us from our destiny. He's trying to prevent our future from happening. Uh, He's trying to prevent the next doctor, the next lawyer, the next judge, the next mother, the next father, the next sister, brother, aunt, uncle. He's trying to stop you. And certainly he doesn't even care what color you are. He just wants to stop you. And so that is why it's important that we teach those around us, that we teach them love and to teach them joy and teach them that you can have a peace of mind through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Uh, nobody wants to leave their house and not return. Nobody wants a child to leave and not return because it seems like uh, their life is uh, cut off and they're short, and we want them to be uh, grow old and be fat and flourishing in an old age and say like, David, I was young, but now I'm old, yet have I never seen the righteous taken or his seed begging bread. We want them to be all that they can be uh, because we know that uh, God has that purpose and plan for our life. So here it is, Moses, the deliverer of his people. And I, I don't, the enemy does not know the full plan of God, but he has some understanding that uh, his time is short. And so by Moses being born, it represents the end of an era. It represents the end of a time period because he is going to be the deliverer of his people. But thank God for midwives that feared God more than they feared Pharaoh. And certainly if you fear God, and not uh, if you respect God, if you love God, God will make a way for you. And so what happened is the, the midwives, Shifra and Pua, said that, listen, the, the women, they're so strong uh, that they, uh, when we get to them, by the time that we get to them, the babies are already delivered. And certainly here's a, another black history moment. Uh, it is said that the slave women actually dropped babies in the field because the work was so vigorous. The master did not even give them an opportunity to have a proper childbirth. But we survived all of that as a people. And certainly I came to encourage you and let you know that no matter what's going on, that we are survivors. Certainly we are overcomers. We are more than conquerors through him that loved us, because God had a plan and purpose for our life. So these midwives, they would not kill the babies. They would not uh, kill the male seed, certainly because they believed and trusted in God. If they do it God's way, God will protect them. Like I reminded of the Hebrew boys. They said, we will not bow down. Certainly they stood their ground. And although they ended up in a fiery furnace, the furnace did not burn them. And it was the people that put them in the furnace that actually were the victims of their own law that they were trying to institute because there was a political agenda. And certainly the enemy is passing laws in the local level, on the national level, in the White House, in the Senate, and Congress that will affect not only our lives, but generations to come. And so we have to be important. Uh, impo- it is important uh that we uh, research who we are electing and who we are putting in place because it is going to affect your life and the lives of others long after we are uh, off the scene. So we thank God that the midwives obeyed God. And certainly Moses was able to uh, live a life and to fulfill God's purpose and certainly to uh, deliver God's people. And certainly there came a day and a time when Moses had to stand before Pharaoh and say, listen, it's game over. Slavery's over. We are getting out of here. And certainly because of the hardness of Pharaoh's heart, 
God allowed the last final plague to come through, which was the death of the firstborn. But according to scripture, according to history, we know that the first Passover was instituted and God said, listen, you take a lamb, you put a blood over the doorpost, over the lintel, and certainly you cover your household. And today we do the same thing by the, uh, with a representation, representation by oil. We pray over young and old that we are covered by the blood, that when God sees the blood, he'll pass over us, that uh, the death angel will go around us and certainly uh, certainly that God will make a difference uh, between us and between uh, Pharaoh. And so we thank God for the blood, for it is the blood that keeps us covered. There is power in the blood. Without the shedding of Christ's blood, there will be no remission of sins. And so the psalm writer said it reaches to the highest mountain and it flows to the lowest valley. And so we thank God for the blood as we think about the children at the Children are covered. And certainly we know that some of them lost their lives, but we have to believe today that God, uh, in his infinite wisdom, he allowed this to happen. And we don't understand why it's happened. We hurt that it happens. It's not a good thing that it happens. Nobody wanted it to happen. Nobody welcomed this happening. But certainly this brings awareness to the evil in the land. And certainly we have to... Uh, our young, we have to teach them how to react in certain situations, and we know many of them did react. They called the police. They did what they had to do, but uh, it's something still happened, but we have to remember to keep them safe at all times. Listen, tell them whatever you have to tell them, because the world is a different place on today than it was yesterday. The days are evil, so let us walk circumspectly redeeming our time we've got to make the best of our time because the days are evil the bible tells us remember now the creator in the days of our youth so when the evil days come certainly you will have an understanding of who god is his plan and his purpose for your life hear O israel the lord our god is one and thou shalt teach them diligently Unto thy children, and shall talk of them when thou sittest in thy house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up, and thou shalt bind them for a sign upon the hand, and they shall be the frontless between thy teeth, the children, God's word, God's law. Finally, Matthew chapter 2. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men. From the east to Jerusalem saying Where is he that is Born king of the Jews Verse 16 Then Herod when he saw that he was Mocked of the wise men he was exceedingly wroth, and sent forth and slew All the children that were In Bethlehem and all the coast Two years old and Under according to the time Which he had diligently Inquired of the wise men They knew that a savior was coming Herod knew that a savior was coming. Pharaoh knew that we are that a savior was coming. And certainly we are dealing with a spirit of a Pharaoh. We are dealing with a spirit of a Herod. And certainly we have to expose the enemy for who he is. He's trying to cut off our future. He's trying to cut off God's plan for deliverance, God's plan for salvation. But thanks be unto God that um Mary and Joseph they hid uh Jesus Thanks be unto God that the wise men went back a different way. They didn't even go back the way that they came. Certainly, that they had to confuse the enemy. And certainly, God will confuse our enemies every time. He'll confuse Pharaoh. He'll confuse the king. He'll confuse Herod. Uh, because we have to remember the children. We have to protect the children. We have to uh, know that safety is first. And so as we go through the day, as we go through the hours, as we go through the week, we have to remember to do that which concerns our safety. If it means changing your route, if it means changing your direction, the way you go to work, the way you go to home, the way you go to school, the way you go to church, certainly keep your eyes open 
watch and pray and know that God is going to remove this burden. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Know that God is going to move this heavy load. God bless you and stay tuned. Life is filled with so many problems. Sometimes your load is so heavy, and sometimes your burdens are so hard to bear. You see, I've had ups and downs in my life, but I know through experience that Jesus is the answer to all of my problems. And my advice to you is just keep the faith and hold on, and remember that the Jackson Southern Jackson Southern Airs. 
Our number in studio, 619-924-0800, 619-924-0800 is our number in studio. We have a few more minutes that we are sharing with you on today. Certainly remember to ask yourself the question, what about the children? 619-924-0800. We thank you for joining us again on this Saturday afternoon. And we just remind you that it's it's there uh, immediately following this hour. You can listen in if you perhaps missed any part of this particular message. You can go back and listen again. We uh, admonish you to do that in your spare time. Well, again, we thank you for sharing with us. We're going to play another selection. If you want to if you want to uh call in, you can. Well, uh let's see. I think as another song that I like to hear and it gives us hope. And Kiara shared, we already heard from her a little earlier with uh, her mom singing The Will of God. But certainly that was as a child she sung that. And a little later on, further through the years, uh, she sings this song, It Keeps Happening for Me. And certainly we have to believe that it's going to keep happening for us good things. Remember, 
to protect our children, protect the young people uh, from the evils of this world, from the evils of society as much as you can. But certainly don't shelter them. Let them know that, yes, the world is an evil place, and certainly we have to be on guard. Uh, Remember all those scriptures, Exodus, uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6, as I read about writing it upon their heads, and certainly, uh, certainly we will believe God to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think. We started out with Walter Hawkins. Thank you, Lord, for all you've done for me, because tragedies are commonplace, and we pray that God could continue uh, to just keep us uh, as we go through this world. We are going to conclude today's uh, episode with a selection from the late, great Whitney Houston, and it says the greatest love of all, and certainly I want you to listen in, in its entirety. Again, we thank you for all of our listeners, all of our family, our friends. We thank you for listening, and please leave a comment on the page. Uh, we want to hear from you and know that you were listening and certainly that you were blessed. Let us pray. Gracious, eternal God, our Father, we thank you, O God, for your loving kindness. We thank you for your tender mercy. We thank you for another day that we have never seen before, O God. By your spirit on today, lift heavy burdens, destroy the yoke of bondage, God. Keep us covered by your blood. Continue to hold us in your hands, God. Continue to move by your spirit. Continue to open closed doors. Continue to make ways out of No way, God. We know that you're able to do all things but fail. You're able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all we can ask or think according to the power that works within us, God. God, we thank you today that by your stripes we are healed. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but you, God, deliver us out of them all. We thank you and praise you that healing is the children's bread. We thank you that all sickness is not unto death. God, we thank you that you're able to bring us into the wealthy place, that you're able to bring us through the fire without it burning us. You're able to bring us through the flood without it overtaking us. We thank you for all things. We know that you're able to do all things. We thank you for sending your son, Jesus, that we might have a right to the tree of life for forgiveness of sin. We thank you and we praise you. We give you glory and we give you honor. If we fail to ask anything, Please don't fail to grant it. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. The greatest love of all. I believe the children are our future. Teach them well and let them lead the way. Show them all the beauty.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.